Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. Download the DraftKings app now and use code TBPN during sign-up. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code TBPN, and you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum of $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Welcome back, everybody, to the Knicks Rewind Podcast. We've won nine straight. This is not something that any of us thought we would be saying probably, what, six months ago or even two months ago. Like, I did not think this was happening. Like, ever. Yeah, ever. Nine straight. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. It's been, that this has been, look, we, we're both, great. we're both, we're both young kids. We're both only 18. So we haven't been watching Knicks basketball since, you know, the 80s, 90s, right? We, we've but, pretty much been here for the shitty days of Knicks yeah. basketball. Like our whole life. So, you know, we, we remember the Knicks tape days and those were fun, but like we were also, I think, 11 years old. I think we were, <laughs> so, we, think we were nine. We were like nine. So in, in terms of enjoying watching the games... This is probably the most fun I've ever had. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Um, also, I do want to say before we get into the uh, re- talking about yesterday's game against the Raptors, and then we'll talk about tomorrow's game against the Suns, which Owen and I are lucky lucky enough we're going to yeah, the game at the end, yeah. which is going to be really fun. And one more thing, uh, we have a f- someone join the show. We're going to use our longtime friend Nick Deal. He's going to be a little producer role. He's going to look up stats for us because we're never seem prepared. So we'll be like, yo, Nick, like hit me with some stats, and then he'll look it up real quick so we can keep talking without having to edit yeah. a bunch of stuff out and sound like idiots. Anyway, so we have now wins over the Grizzlies, the Raptors, the Lakers, the Pelicans, the Mavs, the Pelicans again, the Hornets, the Hawks, the Raptors again. That's not like a cupcake schedule. No, it's not. I think – the easiest games on there are probably the Lakers and the Pelicans and the Raptors. No, the Raptors I, are like, they're just not. They're okay. I mean, when they're healthy, they're pretty good. Yeah. I but, think. like, we, we regardless, like, it wasn't like we played Detroit three times right. and Minnesota a couple times, even though Minnesota beat us earlier this season. Yesterday's game was so awesome. It was a fun matinee game at 1 o'clock Saturday yeah. afternoon. Um, oh, and you weren't able to watch it, so then you had to record it. And I then recorded I asked it, it. watched it, and Johnny messed up the last five minutes for me. I told him that Kyle Lowry did – I called him when he was like, like six minutes left, and I told him Kyle Lowry did something. And then I left it at that, and I said we may have not won this game. So he skipped to the end and saw that we won, so it didn't work. But Yeah, we won by 17, We too. won by 17. <laughs> it wasn't like – it didn't feel like we were winning by 17 the whole game. By any no, means. it didn't. It didn't. But we we pulled through at the end with the likes of Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, and mainly and Derrick Rose. Mainly those three guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, were uh, sensational as uh, Derrick Rose. They really were. As Derrick Rose was a plus twenty six, R.J. Barrett was a plus twenty three, and uh, yeah, Quick was, was a like a no. That was last game. Quick was a he plus ten, plus. and uh, I, we, the last game Quick was against the Hawks. Quick was a plus twenty nine and like a nine point. Yeah, that was, yeah, which was obviously phenomenal. We had one person uh, in the negatives, and I'm just going to let both of you two guess who was uh, in the negative. I know it was it was Elf, and he was a minus nine. He was a minus nine. Good in a in a in a 17 point win. In a 17 That's point win, and only playing 14 minutes. But we're not here to slander Elf because, as I said on my Twitter, Theo Pinson on a cameo. <laughs> 
by, by a family friend told me to stop slandering Elf. I can slander. I'll slander Elf. All so you can slander him, but I told him I would stop slandering him. Let's talk about some things with the Raptors game. So obviously I mean, there was a huge discrepancy in first half defense against second half defense. Right. What were some like adjustments that you saw? And Nick, you're welcome to chime in here too, of just some defensive adjustments. I mean, one thing, if you want, if you watch the Knicks, one thing you notice is just how crisp their rotations are. So, like, they just, they rotate so well. They're so in sync with one another. Like, they really play great synchronized team defense, which is something that you don't always see in the NBA. Um, and just, they just rotate so well. And I think in the first half, the rotations were a little less less crisp than they needed to be. Um, and people weren't getting out the shooters fast enough, kind of getting beat off the dribble, a little bit of lazy defense. And I know I don't want to slander Peyton, but one thing that lacks about his game is he's a really poor team defender. Like he falls asleep on the ball often uh, or off the ball often, like lets his man cut and stuff like that puts the defense out of position. And, and honestly, I think maybe not playing him um, a little bit in the second half probably – I don't know, cleaned us up a bit. Um, but other than that, I think we just played harder. We played really – Randall did a great job on Siakam in the second half. That was something I noticed. Um, yeah. Also, in terms of transition defense, in the first half they got some easy points. Fred Van Vliet was just kind of pulling up for three and hitting some shots. And uh, they had a couple touchdown passes from Lowry. And in the mm-hmm. second half, that was, I, I, that was pretty much cut out. You know, we got back. And it just looked like we were more energized and we were more into it. And obviously the Tibbs halftime speech worked because – we were a step slow in the first half defensively. No, we definitely were. I mean, we, we that, that team shoots a lot of threes and um, actually moves the ball pretty well. Like I think they had like like a lot. They have a lot of assists, um, so it's easy to just sometimes lose focus against a team like that. But we did a good job at getting it back. So recently, and it's been pretty much this whole win streak. Alfred Payton has not played the end of the third or the whole fourth. Generally speaking, yeah, it's been. A lot of rows, even you know, even if it's him coming in mid third or like mid to late third when Peyton usually comes out, he'll play like the rest of the game sometimes. Yeah, and I think know, quickly yeah. it'll take some of those minutes. But how much, how much of recent success can you attribute to Elf not playing down the stretch? I think it's less of an attribute to Elf not playing and more of an attribute to like the way that Rose has played yeah, over the past nine games. I obviously think, I believe, like I'm a firm believer that this team is better when Peyton's not on the floor and the numbers back that up. Um, but I will, I, think I will throw out some numbers real quick so we actually have yeah. those numbers. On- I, I noticed something on Twitter today about off and on rating. There are, in terms of people who actually get minutes... The only people who have a negative per plus minus per 100 possessions are Alfred yeah. Payton. Um, Mitchell Robinson's on there, but he hasn't played at all this season, really. Kevin Knox, Frank Nielakina, yeah. and uh, Theo Pinson, who's a minus 20. <laughs> but he doesn't really play. And so really he's the, the only one who gets real minutes this year is Alfred Payton, yeah. and he's in the red. So continue what we were saying. I just wanted to throw that out. Ano- yeah, no, another – yeah, so I, I just got the uh, the stat pulled up. And Elf is um, – so on-off rating is, like, how positive the team is when this player is on versus how, like, negative or positive they are when they're off. So on-off rating, the Knicks are minus 7.8 points 
um, when Elf is on the floor versus when he's off the floor. For contrast, XR plus 13.9 points when Derrick Rose is on the floor versus when he's off the floor. Um, so second best on our team actually is quick. So I think that's Wait, a hold on. Big... You're skipping someone. Oh, no, I'm not. Norvell Pell uh-huh. is a plus 45. Oh, Norvell Pell. <laughs> Norvell Pell is a plus 42 point. <laughs> um, he's obviously number one. And then Burke. So our bench is really good. But at the same time, um, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of an indictment of Peyton. Yeah, I would I would attribute a lot of yeah. the, the success down the stretch. To I, heard, the... I, heard, I heard a peep from Nick. I mean, I don't, I don't want to interject too much, but I mean, to kind of contextualize some of those plus minus numbers. I mean, I think it really boils down to, I mean, I will commend Peyton for, I mean, our offense can become stagnant uh, despite him being in. He's always been the north-south guy. I mean, he's not afraid to drive in the lane because he's shown a lot this year and put up shots and kind of get the defenders moving. But, I mean, when Rose is in, he does the same thing. Plus, he has, I mean, he has way more of an outside shot that the defenders have to respect. So when, you know, he is trying to create those driving lanes, he attracts more attention than Alfred Peyton would where I mean, they're running, like, complete drop-back coverage. And then when he doesn't have the ball in his hands, you know, who else is whoever else is ball handling is pretty often double-teamed. Right, and it just opens up the entire offense because mm-hmm. there's a, obviously shooting is the most one of the most important, yeah. if not the most important offensive skill. And when you have that, it opens up everyone else's game significantly. Um, Obi? Had a fun yeah, let's one. talk about Obi. This is a fun one for Obi. Uh, three straight three, or he didn't hit three straight. He had two th- straight, and he was he hit three threes, mm-hmm. and they were all like big momentum shifter threes too. It's, it wasn't yeah. like they were just like garbage time three. Like he got, he was productive in eight minutes and thirty eight seconds. You know, he's a plus ten. Yeah, he was. So I shout out Obi. Yeah. And they were. It was fun. It got the bench going. It got the crowd going, and it's a, just an obvious confidence boost. And I'm I'm happy for him. Easily the best game I think he's kind of played this year in terms of like I noticed his defense was really good. Also, he was just kind of active, um, just everywhere. And if he's hitting open threes, because he's going to get open threes, it's a big boost um, to that bench offense. So I, I was very pleased with that. It was also fun. It's just fun to like. He's a fun guy to root for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was a good. He, he 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 played well. Yeah, that's kind of all I have on Obi. That's kind of all I have on Obi too. Yeah, I do he have some well. RJ stuff. Because RJ hot take. I know I just said this about Obi, but I thought this was one of, if not the best game RJ played all the year. All the year might just be a stretch he... for me, but it's definitely up there. Like, he, he was phenomenal. He shot 50% from the field. He had three threes. He had 12 boards, four assists. It was a plus oh, 23. Yeah. And 25 points. Yeah. And not all of them. Like, he got uh, one big offensive rebound where he just grabbed it and went right back up with it. And I was like, he has I love it. great boards. Like, he just he snatches the ball. Yeah, and it. he's really aggressive on the glass. And it's yeah. awesome because it it's just an aggressiveness at the sun because he doesn't always make these and he did this against the Mavs too. Like he wouldn't always make them inside, but he would just grab it or tip it right back up. Cause he goes he, up. Yeah, he never exactly. gives up on the play and we don't see a lot of RJ ISO. Um, it's always Randall who actually leads the league in isolations. Uh, which I is, and I think it's like in the eight hundreds. Um, I think yeah. if, if Harden weren't to be injured, I think it would be Harden. Fair. 
but uh, since Randall's played all but one game. Oh, these are total isolation. Total, it's not averages, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he does yeah, he leads the league in total isolations. So we don't get to see a lot of RJ ISO, but there were times, and I, we saw this a couple games ago, where he clear he, Alfred Payton wanted the ball back, but he was just like clear out of the way. I don't remember who was guarding him. Yeah, yeah. But if you remember, and then he went to go get an easy bucket. It was uh, someone on the Mavs. Nick, do you remember? Oh, JJ, JJ, JJ. Was it JJ? I think it was JJ. No, it wasn't JJ. Whatever, that's beside the point. Uh, it, oh, I think it was Kleba. Maybe not Kleba because Kleba was actually a good defender. Okay, but he did this a couple he posted times. Posted up, he posted up JJ. Okay, yeah, and then he did. He where he would get the ball downhill today. He'd be like clear out. And he had Yuta Wananabe on him. And it happened to put Wananabe on RJ. That was a rough, that was a rough. And then RJ was just like, yeah, like I'm taking this guy to the rim. And it worked three times. He got an easy right handed layup on one, he got an and one on the other, and then another layup on the other. So I want to see more of that from RJ because his ball handling is something that I want to see improving. And I think the more opportunities he gets to just take guys he knows he can beat, and everyone else in the arena knows that he can just beat off the dribble the better and more comfortable he'll get to do that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's his next step in, like, making him, like, a really good player. He's been a really good player this season, like, to being a great player. is like, that elite ball handling and, like, um, off-the-dribble shooting ability. Like, I think he's – I think that's the next step for him. Because the way he improved and – and I believe he'll get there because of, you know, like, how much he improved this year in literally every category. Mm-hmm. So – I don't know. I, I, I definitely think that's no, it's a big step for him. That, I think the handling was nice. The it was handling nice. was great. Yeah. I think that along with being able to develop some sort of back down post game, he doesn't need yeah. it. But having that, like like you said, he did that against Redick uh, against the Mavs the other day. But he, yeah. and he tried to do this against Van Vliet, who when you guys were talking before the show, you were like, yeah, he's a pretty bulky dude. Like He, he, he might be short. He might be short, but he he's got a he's thick. So RJ exactly. just needs to develop a move rather than using his strength like in the post because when he has Fred Van Vliet on him, I I want to see RJ score. I don't care how strong Van Vliet or you know is. Also, the thing is like every great wing scorer in the NBA right now has an elite post game, like an elite mid range game, like mm-hmm. Booker, um, Bradley Beal, Harden can post up a bit, but. The mid-range game, people say it's died. I don't think it's died. For great players, it has. It hasn't died for every great player has a great mid-range game. If you're like a three and D role player, like yeah, I don't want you shooting mid-range shots. But if you're Devin Booker, like he is, like those guys are automatic from mid-range. And if RJ can develop some sort of dribble pull-up, which he doesn't shoot a great percentage on, I think it's like in the thirties. So he doesn't shoot a great percentage on like mid-range dribble pulls, but if yeah. he can develop some sort of that where, where he's creating off the pick and roll, it'll open a ton of stuff up. I don't want to see, I don't like when he backs guys down and then takes these like fadeaway those nine little footers. jumpers. Yeah, those I feel like never go in. No, I think like it's about like just being able to like hit pull-up jumpers, you know, like hit hit shots, hit those shots off screens. Um, he's had a nice little dribble pull-up a few times this year. But just cut to be able to come off a screen and just hit a pull-up jumper, also off the dribble threes. Um, but I think he goes to the basket so much and more than like Beal and a um, a Booker would 
So I think that kind of will even itself out. It just needs to like be in the bag um, if necessary. Okay. So actually, no, we'll, we'll talk about Randall and then I have a quick question for everyone. Before. Talk about a bag, man. Randall is. No, Randall Randall's like disgusting. Like this dude bag. is all NBA MVP conversation. He won't win it obviously, but like he is in conversations, all NBA. I'm giving this dude the max contract. Is I just am. Huh? Is this the question? No, my question is completely unrelated, but... Okay, okay. That's a good segue. There. Nick, oh. I want your input, too. Would you, are, you give, are you giving him the max? I don't know if I'm there yet. I'm close. How I'm close. are you not there yet? Right, Nick. Because, well, because, it's, because, it's, because it's one season of success. It's the only reason I'm worried. But everything he showed this year, I just want to see if he can sustain it for... I mean, I feel like we have to make it this off season, so I don't. I think we have to take. I think we have to take that gamble. So I think, and then Nick, I want to hear from you. There's been enough game. I've I've had a big enough sample size where I'm like, okay, this dude has really revamped. Like he is different now. He knows he's a and shooter. He, he knows how to win now, and he knows what he has to do. I thought he always had the skill, aside from some of the three point shooting. No, he just, just no. He be, he has become a ridiculous shooter. He's he unbelievable. Like Forty-five from the mid range. Some of the threes he hits. It's man. unbelievable. I think. Look, this dude wanted to come to New York. He's he's yeah. given us a winning season for the first time in eight years. Uh huh. I think you, you just got to do it, I and think I think it's he's just in, he's completely revamped the culture of this yeah. team. And yeah, it's all him. It's all him. Yeah, Nick, yeah. go ahead. I mean. I agree. I agree with both of you. Um, I mean, if we do have another year, Randall, though, on like a pretty team-friendly contract, and for that reason, you know, I, we definitely have the luxury of giving another year to see if the play sustains. I mean, at this point, I'm convinced just because of watching him last year, then watching him this year, and like at this point, a guy last year who you don't want shooting threes, and then a the guy this year who, when he shoots a three, I expect it to go in. Yeah. I mean, that's just is one example of kind of. My trust in Randall, but I mean, also, I mean, the max contract at this point in the NBA just kind of scares me. If I'm going to put it, yeah, blunt, uh, or, um, but I don't know. I mean, you've seen Randall has been pretty sustainable this year, not to like give him the injury jinx, but I mean, we've seen max contract guys get injured. We've seen, I don't know, we've seen. Yeah, but that can happen it just, to anyone. It's not, I mean, yeah, like you no, just... it's true, and it's it's less the injury bug concern and more so just like. This team, the only like hopeful part of this team in the past few years has just been our flexibility, and we have so much cap room. And as uncomfortable a conversation this is to have yeah. right now with all the success, yeah. I don't know what I don't. There's so many different directions this team can go in the next. I mean, yeah, we have a lot one of to three years. Things. Yeah, we do. I feel like though, if you have a player like Randall, who's as talented as he is, like those are hard to find. You know, it's just like we. Like he, we did not that. Him, Scott Perry and Steve Mills did not deserve to like fuck around inside. Look, Julius uh, Randle is never going to be the best player on a championship team, but giving him the max contract, but he is, can be. You know what? He can be. He can be the second best player on a championship. I think he could too, and I think giving him the max contract is the start of like, all right, we believe in you. You're a guy now. Let's like go win. You know, like if Pascal Siakam can be the second best player on a championship team. Julius Randle can definitely be the second. I think best Lowry player. was still the second best player. I know, but I think if well, then if Kyle Lowry can be the second best player, in right? You're right. You know, I fully agree yeah. with you. Um, okay, I want to throw something out there. Unless you guys have Here's anything else you want to say about anything else you guys want to say about the Raptors game. 
No, I think great game, best one of the year, or one of the best ones. Nick, do me a favor and pull up Jason Tatum stats. I have a I have a uh, question. I have a question, and initially you might be like, "This is stupid. Why are you asking this?" Really, Randall better than Jason Tatum. No. Right now, if you're the New York Knicks, I lost you. What'd you say? Right now, if okay. you're the Knicks, and you're not focused on necessarily winning a championship right now, uh-huh. do you want R.J. Barrett at 20 years old or a 23 year old Jason Tatum? Oh, you might think I'm crazy, but look at the stats. And I, it's not about the stats. No, it's I know about, it's uh, it's about like the the play styles, playoff success, winning. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about I was thinking about contracts. Um, I mean, Tatum be also. a weird fit with Randall, but I mean, I'm, I don't know. Nick, pull up, pull up, pull up his uh, second year stats. His second year stats. And oh, I mean, that's yeah. okay. So RJ averaged. Seven. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Tatum. He has he just has shot making ability that not a lot of guys have ever and he's so young and he's averaging 25.8 a game like but do you think in three years rj can get to that i he could tatum could always kind of make shots that i don't see rj making have you seen tatum i mean i didn't watch i'll I'll admit i didn't see that much tatum in a second year but i mean have you seen that like bag of tricks that Tatum has where he's just like in the ice zone he has that like 18 bag different drop step yeah he has like 15 that's different drop I mean, step moves. that's the only thing he's just like you don't come across like like yeah. RJ will always be like a really 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 good player I'm I don't know if he can be a top five player in the NBA I think Tatum can alright just let me give you the stats though because this is just where it's coming from but I don't disagree with you you know so yeah. RJ Barrett is averaging 17.6 points per game Nick, now then you read what, what Tatum, Tatum averaged at age 20. Uh, Tatum at age 20 put up 15.7 a game. He averaging three assists. Uh, Tatum's got 2.1. Total rebounds 5.7. Tatum at six flat. Field goal percentage 45%. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tatum on 4.5. Yeah. Uh, and three point percentage is thirty nine. Uh, Tatum's about three point seven. Um, I will say something no, what, about what's, this. What's Tatum's three point percentage? It's three point seven three. They have the same amount of three point attempts and same amount made. No, enough. I have percentage, Nick. Yeah, thirty seven point three. Yeah. Oh, thirty seven point three percent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Then I I was mishearing you. I mean. I don't know. Look, I, I it might be ridiculous, but I don't think it's necessarily that. I don't. I don't think you can just scoff at the question. I'm not scoffing at the question. I. I, I don't think you can. I, I think at this point, it's fair not to scoff at the question. Mm-hmm. I just to see Tatum go from, you know, he went from 15. You you say he went. I mean, I know he went from only had 15, and RJ's got what 17 this year. Tatum went from 15 to like 23 and a half. And I see a world in which RJ does that next year. Okay, I really well, I, I, okay, fair enough. But I'm just saying, I, I would, I would take the sure bet in Tatum. Um, yeah. Bigger question: Would you give up RJ in a Tatum trade? I guess that is. The what question. else do I have to give up if it's just straight up? Just RJ, um, and a first round pick. Yeah, probably. Yeah, fair enough. Probably. I mean, but I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't just be like, hell yeah. 
I also have a deep bias towards R.J. Barrett. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Tomorrow's there's, 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 Nick, yeah, what? There's 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 like a few more. I mean, obviously, um, that was more of a half-baked uh, discussion we had. But there's like way more factors to go into. The, the, oh, yeah. It's well, an yeah. interesting debate. And like you could totally have a really concise breakdown about it. But there's like way more factors to any uh, angered Celtics listeners than just, you know, basic uh, game numbers. If we have any Celtics also, fan listening, they're gonna be they would be so mad at that conversation that we just had. <laughs> I know. I would also say though that like RJ's making ten million a year for the next two years, and that's a bargain. And Tatum is gonna make thirty two million a year. So I think like the contract is definitely a it's big something you gotta think problem. about, especially if you're paying Randall yeah. the max. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, do you think that these two guys can lead you to a championship right now? No, I don't think that they could. I, I also think, think Tatum I think is. We, I think Tatum I think we is have to start thinking about Julie. NBA. You broke up for a sec. Say that sentence again. I said I think we have to start thinking about Julius as like a top twenty player in the NBA. I think you guys start thinking of him as a top twelve player in the NBA. I think you do. Yeah. Top twenty, of course, he's a top yeah. twenty player. I think he's. A, I mean, yeah. That's a good point. I think he is a top 20 player. Someone pull up a list. Nick, pull up a list. This is what we have you here for. If just like top players in the NBA, I'm going to tell you if I think Julius Randle's better than them. Um, all right. I mean, most of the results are probably going to be from the beginning of the year, which I know he was left off on. Just look at like top scorers in the NBA. I know this doesn't tell a game, 10.5 boards, 6 assists. Oh, I mean, statistically, I mean, what is he, like one of four Okay, I'm going to list some guys out, and you tell me if you think that they're better than Julius Randle. I'm going to both of you guys. keep Nick, unmute your mic. And some of them are going to be obvious, but I'm just going through a list here. Okay. Steph Curry. Yes. Nick. I'm counting. I'm counting. Do I think Randle's better than Steph Curry? Yeah. No, I'm saying I no, no, no. I meant to say I thought you said Steph is better than Randall. Uh, no, I, I did say I'm, I'm saying. Do you think Steph Curry is better than Randall? Yes. Yes. Okay, Bradley Beal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't watch enough Bradley Beal. I mean, I'm not even gonna like go ahead and say that I know. Damian Lillard. Yes. Yeah. Luka Doncic. Yes. Giannis. Yes. yes. Zach Levine. No, I'm, they're pretty. I, I don't. Yeah, pretty I think. Close. No, I, I, think would take, I would take Randall over. I think in yeah. that. I think in that point, you just look at who has the better record, and we have a way better record than them. So yeah, keep lists. So yeah, Kyrie. Yes. Uh, this one's interesting. Yeah. Zion. Yes. I don't know if I would go that far, just considering that we're winning. Randall's got the three point shot. He doesn't. I know the efficiency is off the chance. But we Fair can count. We I, think, can... I just think Zion's just been like so efficient. Yeah, you can count. Team. Count Zion. Count Zion. Is Zion was on a better team for a player? He I mean, the, is. the I Pelicans have really more talent him. than us, arguably, and they're still worse. But they got worse. All right. I think Ingram is like I take RJ over Ingram. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, Ingram's been rough this year. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. I wouldn't. Right? I wouldn't take. No, Donovan I wouldn't. Mitchell I wouldn't take Donovan really? Mitchell. Jokic, I would. I think Donovan's underrated. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. This one's Donovan's inter- 50-50. This one's interesting. Uh, Jason Tatum. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I also yeah. just don't yeah. watch it. Like, I watch Randall every night, so it's, like, really easy for me to assess him. Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. This yeah. season. Yes. No, overall, overall. Like, who's a better player? Kawhi Leonard. Trey Young. No. No, no way. No. no. Booker? Yes. 
you know, he's been rough recently, but you know, Jalen Brown. Yeah, Jalen Brown is a weird year, but I really like Jalen. I really like Jalen Brown, but no, he has a nice game. Yeah, he's got. And now we're getting into like the the Colin Sexton. Yeah, no, no, hell no, no. Brandon Ingram. No, hell no. Paul George. Ooh, Paul uh, George is good. Paul George has been a stud this year. Yeah, he's. I would take Paul George over. Okay, so I just listed everyone that was ahead of Julius Randle in the in scoring. Randle's twenty right, twentieth right now. I just listed nineteen. Yeah. Okay. I know scoring doesn't tell you the whole thing, but when you get down below t- Randle, it's like Vucevic, Grant, Jeremy Grant, Russell Westbrook, Malcolm Brogdon, Jimmy Butler, who might be better than yeah. him, Demar Derozan, Jamal Murray, Maskell Siak. I think the only one that might be better than him is Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Okay, I would agree. So okay, Man. I think he's a top. 17 player 15 yeah you also didn't list durant or harden um why aren't they on here you didn't list them though. probably games maybe they're not on this list Almost. i know that's what i'm saying but like okay we'll be we'll, we'll be safe and say you're you were uh, you were right initially with your top 20 <laughs> that top estimate 20. was correct top 20 is a good class to be in yeah and the top 20 guys deserve max contracts you also didn't list Joel. <laughs> Where the hell? Did, well, yeah, all right, whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm sticking with top twenty. I can I can make an argument against Bradley. Who would you take, Julius Randle or Ben Simmons? Julius Randle. I love okay. Ben Simmons. I really yeah. like Ben Simmons, but of I, course I, I would I take Julius Randle. I completely agree. Okay. Just curious, because some people have take Ben as like a top ten player in the NBA. No, I don't think he is. Okay. I think t- offensively, he's tough to watch sometimes. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. All right, tomorrow's game against Phoenix. Oh, and you and I are going to the Garden. Very excited. First game, uh, first COVID game that we're going to. Uh, we're going to try to get the crowd rocking with some chants. I'm going to try to get some Theo Pinson chants going just uh, to support the boy. But, okay, Phoenix is on a back-to-back. They just lost to Brooklyn. It could be one. Brooklyn was, I think they, yeah. they were in control for most of the second half. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I watched bits and pieces of the game, and I watched the highlights. But I could be forgetting something. Phoenix, I've watched a pretty good amount of times this year. They're one of the teams I've watched more often this year. They're a fun all-around team. I like watching them. I love Phoenix, yeah. I expect Mikel Bridges to be on RJ. Is that a fair assumption? I think it is a fair assumption. Who's a phenomenal young defender. So I'm going to be interested to see how RJ... This could have been a Nick. Should have been a Nick. You and I both wanted him. I can't believe that we had... Right after Knox got picked, Shea, Miles Bridges, Michael Porter, and who's the guy we're just talking about? Jerome Robinson. Paul Bridges. All went after. That's crazy. I was listening to this thing. On five really good players. I was listening to Bill Simmons talk about the Knicks the other day, and he had a pretty fair point. He said, look at where the Knicks are right now. Imagine if they hit one of these top three lottery picks, yeah. top ten yeah. picks, Frank, Knox, and Obi Toppin. Take Obi Donovan. is early, so there's I'm not I'm not done with him yet. But imagine we had one one of those guys was just another solid starter, just another solid producer on this team. That's the problem. We didn't. That's what I'm worried about with us in the future. Is we didn't hit on any of those picks. That's the problem. Is we've hit on one out of the past five. Well, even pick a decent rotation. In terms player. of lottery players, yes, you could argue that the Mitchell Robinson, although he's not healthy, and the the quickly picks made up a little bit for it. Yeah, but it would Quick still be 
Quick's the big one. It's yeah. Quick is the big one. I think uh, if we just hit on one of those and had a guy like Mikel Bridges on this team, we would be able to compete with a team yeah. like Milwaukee. I gen- I think what, that. What's crazy also is Bridges is like the worst of the players that I've listed. Like imagine if team day. I know. Are team you Shea, are you kidding me? Or or Michael Porter's become a stud. Yeah, that's, he's I mean, he's really he's good. getting one of the smoothest looking jump shots I've ever seen. Oh my god! Yeah. It's thirty nine the other night. Yeah, I saw that. I was really happy. Like to Knox see averages that. like two a game and doesn't get. Knox had Knox had eight kills in a Fortnite game though. On Friday night, he had a nice eight kill game. <laughs> you think it's still easy on Knox, man? <laughs> of course, he still plays. He pulled out the draft night. Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite suit. Suit. <laughs> I knew I mean, it's over from that. Knox, Knox is like Knox isn't totally untalented. I mean, I think hey, so. I look, it might be over with Knox. It's over. Yeah, he Knox shoot, is over. He's shooting thirty nine percent. I have a question. Who do you who do you believe more in? Fuck, I knew this was coming. Frank or Knox or Obi Wrinkle. Or Obi. If I had to pick one of those three, I'd go Obi because he still hasn't fully let me down yet. I know, but they're all the same age. <laughs> yeah, but in terms of like NBA experience. Right, I know, I know, I know. No. Um, I believe more in Obi too. But. Frank is my favorite out of those three, but he is probably last. Really? I would take Frank over Knox. Yes, yeah, a future. We, I might take just... Knox over Frank just because of the three-point capabilities he could have. Yeah, but I don't just I just literally don't see Knox ever being playable because of his def like not his defense. He just like he's just a negative player on the floor. His body like, language also always sucks. It's hard to explain. Like, have you ever co- you've come away from games with Frank being like, "Wow, Frank like made really a, made an bad. impact," right? Like you really you know, and he couldn't just do that consist. He just couldn't do that consistently. But Knox, have you ever you've never come away from a game being like, "Wow, Kevin Knox like." He was what we needed. What about you know? when? He, what about in when the he, summer league? What about when he won in the summer league? Yeah. What about, what about the 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 month he won rookie of the year in December or rookie of the month in uh, December? The, month? the thing is, <laughs> when though, we won like he, seventeen games, he was worst in ESPN's real plus minus his rookie and his sophomore year in the NBA. He was say he that was, again. According, you know, ESPN's real plus minus. Yeah, I know. Like real plus magic, minus is actually you know? good. I think it's a good. He stat. was. It's a decent stat. He was last his rookie and his sophomore year. In the whole league? In the whole league. Both Jesus years. Christ. He was dead last. All right. Like, so you, you've, you've, you've swayed me because you're right. I think your, your point about have you ever walked away from a game being like, wow. Exactly. Who, which one made a big impact? I think I've said that more about Frank. I would say he has more talent. Just Knox, like six, just like, nine wing. Yeah. yeah I mean, just like more no. raw talent, like probably. Exactly. But Frank, like he's just not. Frank's better. I don't, yeah, I think Frank will be a productive player elsewhere. Unfortunately, I mean, I think with you the see right what he posted Frank on Instagram today. What he, I think Frank. I did, but I don't remember. It had some like corny caption that was I was like, "Damn, he's gone." Because it oh, was no. like, "Oh fuck!" It wasn't like he said. Up. What did he say? He said, "I grow stronger and get better with each test for God. My faith lies within Him and myself. I don't quit." So he's. he's I don't committed. know if that's like. I don't know if yeah. it's. I don't know if it's daunting, but it's like. Like he's he's here. Like Frank will be will be great. I, I want him. I just want him to be great. Like I want. I just I want him to be him. a Nick. I just want to. I just want to watch him. I just want to keep the Instagram posts of his outfits and coming to the game. I just want him. Can you imagine Frank like being good consistently for our team? 
Like, how fun would that be? Yeah, because we've been Frank fans since before we drafted him. Like, if you and I were literally in seventh grade watching Draft Express videos, and we were like, "This dude, Frank Titalinka, like he's gonna be a star." (laughs) So we're all in on that. I will love that kid forever. He is. He is. He will be like my favorite Nick of all time. We both have his. We're both rocking his jersey tomorrow at the game. I don't know why. Yeah, exactly. All right, we completely lost track of the Phoenix game. You get us talking about Frank. It's tough we, to we, tough we, to yeah. Talk it's tough about to Frank for hours. I want to talk about Aiton really quickly because there aren't a ton of guys That's in the NBA player. like Aiton anymore. There's not it, you don't see a lot of an Aiton Aiton builds eight types these days. But I think I think Nerlens might struggle a little bit with him because Nerlens yeah, is skinny. I don't, know about, I don't know how I feel about Aiton. I don't know Aiton's a Aiton is like imagine this is for the Suns. Imagine if they hit on the um Luka. they pick. Yeah, I mean it's just how this shit works. So. I mean they'd have not been the player that you hoped. I, I think Aiton's playing well recently. Um, he's a good player. I, I I do not mind Aiton. I think he's got a nice touch, and I think he's really strong and big. And uh, so I, I'm an Aiton believer. I think Nerlens might struggle a little bit because Nerlens is more of a shot blocking. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's. I think I think we'll see a lot of Taj. I think we'll see a lot of Taj just trying to bully him out of the paint and just using a good old grit against a physical player. I love Taj, and I think we've we've seen Taj have success against Aiton types. You know, like a Howard, like Nerlens Noel struggles with you know the big bulky guys. Nerlens Noel is better, you know, blocking a shot by Brandon Ingram and Siakam. He's better at blocking them. So I think we'll see Taj a lot, and I think if if the game is close, I expect Taj to probably be closing. Oh, and you you watch a lot of Sixers. Uh, is Sarge how, how is Sarge defensively? Well, I I say Sarge you watch is, a lot of Sixers because he, he used to play on the Sixers, obviously. Yeah, I mean Dario's not like he's not he doesn't have great length or he doesn't move really well side to side, but he plays hard. Like he plays, he works his ass off. Like he, like from what I remember from Dario and what I've heard about him, it's like I heard he's having a really good year. I've heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, but, I don't see any other world. I mean, in which Sarge doesn't guard Randall. I mean, I think Sarge will be on Randall, right? He will be too. But I think you have to think about maybe Crowder than like sticking around like Randall. Do you think yeah, they'll start? They're Crowder? both out tonight. He was out tonight. Both of them. But yeah, I think it's gonna be Crowder. Crowder didn't play tonight. Dario yeah. didn't play tonight, but he's listed as available. I mean, he's not listed on the injury report anymore. Oh, okay. So. uh... We'll I see. assume I'm just gonna pull up the depth depth chart really quickly. Twenty six. Yeah, Jay Crowder's day to day, so he'll be questionable for tomorrow. Um. So and Sarge apparently he's playing. Maybe we'll get some uh, Langston Galloway minutes. We definitely will. Gotta love Langston Galloway. He's a decent man. If you had to pick one player tomorrow to just absolutely go off, aside from Devin Booker, who would it be? Like just like a good old classic role oh, player. On, their, on team. their team, just like to go off and just like go probably have like thirty two, for no I reason. Think, I think Chris is gonna have a game. Chris Paul, I said role player. He's not a role player. Oh, role player on the Suns. I'm thinking. I'm thinking Tory Craig. To end, he had a game tonight. Yeah, like he had like twenty tonight. Yeah. I yeah. would say, if I had to pick a son to go off, Cameron Payne is a good one. Yeah, Cam Payne. I don't know. Javon Carter. Hey, Frank Kaminsky. Frank sucks. Yeah, I know. Kaminsky. Frank Kaminsky. Frank, that's a good one. Good old classic that's Frank Kaminsky yeah, coming Frank in just like absolutely killing us. 
Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson can shoot. Yeah, he's got a nice looking shot. Shoot. All uh, right. Is there anything else you want to say about the Phoenix game? I, I look ten straight. We'll be at the game. I'm excited. That's this is obvious. Yeah. This is this is the biggest test of this win streak so far. This is the biggest. I think I think we have a good shot to win. I honestly, I think we have because I think they're on the. This is the last game of a long road trip. They're on the second night of a back to back, so I think they'll be tired. We're gonna now. We're gonna do this thing for the rest of the year. Every time we do these little previews, okay, we're gonna guess the spread, which come will come out tomorrow, and we're okay. gonna keep we're gonna keep a tally. Sponsored by DraftKings, promo code TBPN. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is the, we'll we'll tie that in here. Uh. So, at the end of the year, we'll just see who got the most right. And I don't know uh, who what, what who will win. I, I I don't know what the prize will be, but right. we're gonna tally it and then we'll review it and look over it at the end of every episode. So tomorrow against Phoenix, I'm gonna start with Nick Deal as our uh, as our guest here. Nick, if you had to guess the line for tomorrow's game, what is the line? And I'm gonna write it down so I don't forget it. The line, um, I mean, I think Vegas is. I I haven't eyed many of. The lines recently, I think Vegas might kind of favor us just because of the back-to-back. Not actual favors, favorites, but... They but, haven't been, though. They disrespect no, they us so much. No, they do. We were even against Toronto. I think I think they'll give us a little bit more of a nudge than they usually would. I think Phoenix is still going to be favored. It might be like five or... Keep in mind, we have covered 12 half, straight. We have covered 12 straight, and they have made me a lot of money. I say next five and a half. Or four, yeah. I say next five and a half. That was my guess. I was going to go yeah, six. I, I think five and a half. So you guys want to both go five and a half, and I'm going to go six. So I assume it's plus five and a half. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'm going to go plus six. And this is what the line is right before the game starts. So the line could move throughout the day. It's not what it is at 12 in the afternoon. It's what it is at tip-off. Okay. Do we under, does everyone understand okay. the rules yeah. of my okay. I'll make it five to make it interesting so we go have different okay. ones. Okay. Yeah, so if five. it's less than five, though, I get it? Are we doing like... No, no, right no you have to hit it spot exactly on. exactly right, yeah. All right, well... And at the, end, that... at the end, I'll buy the winner a, uh, a Ron Baker jersey, or whatever, a shitty Knicks player jersey. I'm not buying you like a Great. good player. Great. Or I'll buy you. Uh, I'll get you a Knicks Marcus Camby jersey. That would be awesome. I really need one of those. All right. Anything else you guys want to say? Yeah, I was going to say, give me a bold prediction for the game tomorrow. Bold, like a Knicks one? Knicks related yeah, Knicks, here? Oh, just bold, give me a bold prediction. I think Randall struggles. He has a down game. But I think RJ has 34. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's so funny? It was, just fu- it was just funny how it was, of course it was like, this All right, I'm going to steer game. away from RJ because that's not that bold. Okay. RJ's been playing That's well. what I was thinking. I was thinking this is a little biased. All right, give me a real bold prediction. Okay. Okay, I think we I think we see some Knox minutes, and I think he hits four threes. Okay. I think they're a very good defensive team, and I think we're going to struggle to score the ball. Tibbs is going to be fed up with it. He's going to yank uh, – He might. I think he'll yank Randall at one point, throw Knox in just to add something, and then maybe not Randall. I'm taking that back. He's gonna yank someone, Reggie. Yeah, but, but the thinking was that is just like Reggie's a better. If all right, Reggie misses his first yeah. four threes, he gets yanked. Knox goes in, hits four. 
Mm-hmm. That's mine. Do you have one? Okay. Nick, do you have one? Um, I mean, I was better prepared for this. I think this isn't exactly bold. I think we might have a tough time with the Suns and like the epitome of the Western Conference offense where they just swing the ball around the perimeter and get open shots. I mean, I think we... Uh, really bold I of think, you, Nick. I think, I, think, I think our second half, like, three-point... Like, teams shoot terribly against us in the second half uh, on this nine-game win streak. I think that kind of comes to an end tomorrow, and I hate to say it. I think it torches from three in the second half, and the game's like that's over a, by the end of the fourth. That's a fair prediction. Owen, go ahead. I hate to say it. Next win. Fuck out of here. We've won nine straight. Do something more fun. I can get behind that. Next win. All right. I'm all in on that. We're underdog. We're underdogs, so I think it's that's fair. We've covered 12 straight. Do next, we cover? Next win, and Reggie Bullock has his best game this season. Oh, nice. I don't see us winning tomorrow, really. I hate to be I don't think we cover or win. And it's probably just gonna be because I'm, it's probably because I'm go, we're both going to the game and the game is gonna be shitty. That's just how it yeah, is. Yeah, of course we're just gonna go. Why? Like, why did we pick this game? I don't know why, why we picked we... the hardest game of, arguably the hardest game of the season. I know. Don't we have the Bulls? The Bulls would have been a fun one. Yeah, I don't gonna... know. All right. All right. DraftKings.com. Use code TBPN uh, to support the show and the Basketball Podcast Network. You can find all of the other shows on the basketballpodcastnetwork.com. Thanks for listening. Nick, we hope to have you back on the show as many times as possible because it was nice having a third third person's input and also someone else to read Jason Tatum's 20 uh your 20-year-old stats. Uh and yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, be at the game tomorrow and if you hear Theo Pinson chance, just know where it comes from. Peace.